Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Y'all, we in March, which means that, well, we got the greatest tournament of all time going on right now. Mm-hmm. How y'all been keeping up? Somewhat. I've been seeing a little bit of games. I've seen some highlights from Michael Porter Jr. He looks shaky. I agree, but I'm, I'm disappointed that they lost because I want to see more of him. Yeah, like, the sample true. size for me is too small. I watched the highlights of his first game back, and then I watched yesterday the Missouri versus... Um, who did they go against again? Was it Florida State? Yeah. Versus Florida State. That's all my whole sample size of him. So yeah. I don't have an opinion on him in the NBA, as an NBA Knicks player. get him. Because that's all I got. Yeah. Knicks get him. I was just, I, I picked them to advance in my bracket. For Knicks get him. I want him, Knicks. And we don't know what pick the Knicks going to New have. York Knicks get him. I don't think that's like the games he played, I don't think it helps like his Jeff stock at all. If anything, it just stayed the same. Yeah. yeah. New York Knicks, please get him. Please. Anybody that's giving you 16 and 10 at their worst, I want them. But if, he, but if he gets like is those 10, bad, rebounds, fully recovers, 10, rebounds. 10 rebounds. From what I saw, he's not a passer at all. He averaging the double-double at his worst. But his jack could go back up if he goes to like the workouts and he does well. Yeah. So yeah. that could definitely help him. That's what happened with Donovan Mitchell. He wasn't on a lot of people's radar, mm-hmm. and then the, the workouts came around, and then Utah saw him, and they kept quiet. They like we don't want people to know that we want this guy. As far as draft, Michael Porter Jr. good if he want if he no, want to go. He's gonna get drafted. Uh, no, nah, it's not even that he's gonna get drafted. He's gonna get drafted high, like without a doubt. Mm-hmm. He could score three points. He was still gonna get drafted. Um, I was just good to see him come back because a lot of people don't. They wouldn't even. They would just sit out for the rest of the year. So the fact that we even got a sample size at all um, was exciting to me. Yeah. Um, and I, I was just, impressed with his brother. I didn't even know he had a brother on the same team as him. Yeah, I was impressed with him more than with um, Marvin Bagley. But um, yeah, I was just happy to see he came back. He still plays the, the same a little bit. He just a little delayed. Yeah, I think um, he seemed very slow. Yeah, and I don't know if that's just if he's just a slow um, player. That, but he seemed. Very I was reading some like reports on him. They said back in like. High schoolish, and he played in the McDonald's All American game or whatever. They said he looked slow back then too, so it might be just part of his game. Yeah, he looked slower than slow. He looked. He, he was probably he also gay. He, he probably didn't have his legs yes. underneath him. Um, the legs, the legs been been his biggest issue. He airballed twice in that game, and he airballed in the game that he returned to. Um, Do you think it was smart for his coach to allow? Because it seemed like the team was doing pretty well before he came back, right? They was doing okay, but. And then he came back and they lost two. You know, they were 0-2 with him on the court. But they lost the last game because their second leading score got arrested. Well, so they had no guard. So if Michael Porter Jr. didn't play, they would have they would have six players playing. Okay. See, that's, see, I don't keep up with college basketball enough to know that. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else about college? We always saw the, the biggest upset in, in the history of the, the tournament. Mm. Virginia went down to something. UMBC, yeah, Baltimore, like Baltimore, something, yeah, yeah, Maryland, Baltimore, something like that. The best thing I could say about that situation is the Twitter page. They were oh, tweeting yeah, yeah. everything at everybody. Well, oh, the college, yeah, yeah. They did. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't like Virginia. That's two schools I hate is Kansas and Virginia. I never picked them to do anything for my bracket. I didn't have them losing in the first round, obviously, but I never put faith in either one of those teams. So. I'm I feel like that, on. like just that upset fucks up everybody's bracket. And there's zero perfect brackets after day two. <laughs> there was one perfect bracket left halfway through day two. He had a one seed beating the 16 seed, but it wasn't Virginia. I think he had Penn State beating Xavier. The Penn State, not Penn State, Penn and Xavier play no, against each Penn other. Penn played um, Kansas. Okay, um, whoever Xavier played against, he had Xavier losing, but Xavier went out and won by like 20 years or something like that. So zero perfect brackets left. For a while, my bracket in our Through the Wire pool was doing pretty good. But I think I'm like at seventh place right now, so I'm not doing amazing. But that's, that's pretty good for somebody that don't know what the hell you talk about when it comes to college ball. That tweet you made yesterday just killed me. About me? Yeah. About Virginia? Yeah. Okay, uh, for some backstory, on my channel, I made an entire video of like me making my bracket. And I named it like college basketball noob tries to get perfect bracket because I don't watch college ball but I always make a bracket every year and then the first matchup was Virginia versus UMBC and I said I don't have to think about this 16s don't beat ones they don't beat ones and I click on it and it tells you like 99% chance Virginia is going to win 1% chance for UMBC and I was like I don't even know what the hell that even stands for and I said Virginia moves on (laughs) yes bro because when they said everybody when they beat them I didn't know what that shit stand for either. <laughs> yeah. I had to look that shit up. <laughs> but outside to my my two upset teams, 
Loyola. Pick that. And Marshall. I did not pick that one. Um, and shouts out to my championship team for still being alive and giving me a chance. Shout out to Duke. As long as Duke stays alive, I have a chance with my bracket to do something. Basically, I've been picking games that I want to watch based on like the top prospects in the NBA. Like again, I tried to watch Michael Car- uh, Michael Porter. Um, I watched the the Jaron Jackson from Michigan State. Right, that's his name, Jaron Jackson. Jaron Jackson. Jr. Um, the no the guys the, the guy on Nova the Bridges guy looked really good. So I've been just kind of picking and choosing which NBA prospects I want to watch, and a lot of them have been impressing me. So. March is always pretty good. It is. Shouts out to um, Coach Calipari, too. <laughs> because Virginia is down. Arizona is down. And Kentucky might be going to the Final Four with the easiest route. Or at least the Elite Eight. They got to play like Buffalo and, and the team that just beat Virginia. So they got a pretty pretty easy route. So anybody who picked Kentucky, Damn, and a dude, a dude in our bracket and a, through the wire thing picked Buffalo to beat Arizona. That's tough. He's in, he has the number one bracket. King Mike, he actually a, a big and, fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw him I, in I chat talking about. I got the number one bracket. So shout out to you, King Mike. But King Mike had Virginia in his final four. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> so, tough. Well, so, I'm you, that that blew everybody's bracket. It really did. So shouts out to him. I was I didn't have like I said I didn't have them losing, but I was hoping they lost, and I'm hoping uh, Villanova lose. Because a lot of people, because like the way it is, like when you do these brackets in a group, it's off of percentages. Yeah. Like, because nobody gonna get a perfect bracket, so you win by like having the highest points in the bracket. So the dude that got the number one bracket, he got Villanova winning the championship. So do I. So I want Villanova. A lot of people do. Like you said, you was you got the seven bracket. You it's like seven. It's like thirty people ranked seven because they got the Villanova. So Villanova loses. Those brackets are really broken because the championship team is out. And a lot of people have Villanova, I mean, uh, Virginia. So a lot of those people are out the way. So I'm hoping. So now I'm just rooting against other people's teams mm-hmm. for me to win. And if y'all don't know, we got a little bit of money on the line for the winner, too. So that's why we're taking this stuff serious. Was there like, so I, I don't watch basketball. I don't really keep up. College with, basketball. College, yeah. basketball. Yeah. Let me say, <laughs> wasn't like a couple years ago, somebody was giving out like a million dollars if you got a perfect bracket? They always, they they always, always do, do that. They Zach Levine's that. giving away his car. That. But they know there's. Yeah. It's not gonna happen. It's like one in nine quin mil quin something million. Now my thing is that it Chance. can happen. Yeah, it but can. the reason it won't happen is because they're smart. So they do shit like that, but they give you a limit. Because me, if if it was unlimited, I would just fill out 150 brackets, and and one would get it right. You feel me? If everybody filled out 100, because come on now, Zach Levine, your car. If I get a perfect bracket, I get to get have your car. Yeah, I'm gonna fill out 150. But like ESPN will tell you, you can only do a certain amount of brackets because they know somebody in the world would sit there and fill out a thousand brackets to win a million dollars. Yeah, because you could just put put together different variables. <laughs> exactly, a million brackets exactly. together if you really wanted to. But ESPN like nah. Imagine one of us like winning that, getting that car. What would we do with like that car is so crazy. We live in apartment complexes. You know, I would probably just sell a car. Yeah, yeah. Is he still gonna pay the insurance on it? I would. I would sell that car. insurance. Probably he. Probably you would pay your own it. insurance. Like, it would, the car would probably pay. pay the car, off. Yeah, the car's paid off. So I sure. probably want to sell it just because the IE is my favorite car. Um, I'm not really. You gonna c- come out? Somebody would take your wheels. The cussing. The cussing. <laughs> I don't live in no no place like that. Like, <laughs> you see a car like that? Um, somebody gonna try some. Uh, I ain't really feeling the custom. I mean, I get it. I ain't really feeling his custom look, but um, I would just ask him to, to do some shit with through the wire, bro. Keep your car. Let us interview you 50 times <laughs> in the next next year and a half, you know what I'm saying? Or or let us interview you and just use your clout to get other people. Season tickets. Same value. Actually, the car will have more value. Keep your car. Season tickets for all four of us. True. It's, it's easy. No, give me season tickets for the Knicks. And you think he going to be like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for Madison Square Garden, season tickets like way higher than the Bulls. Of course, man. It's Madison Square Garden. <laughs> I don't know why the team is trash. Come on, man. March has been taken. We, March Madness has been taken a lot of our attention. 
March has been taken a lot. <laughs> but what, honestly, which team would you rather watch right now? The Bulls with three nice young pieces, and one of them pieces is your favorite player, Zach Levine? Well, I mean, the Knicks, we have our star hurt. At, right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Which team would you rather watch right <laughs> How now? How are we still better than y'all and our best players hurt? Be- because literally, we actually are better than you. I'm looking at the okay, standings. Good. Yeah, we're better. Good, because I want the number one pick. I, I do too, so. <laughs> so, so oh, no, y- y'all just be who? The, the, Grizz- the, the Grizzlies Met- again. By one? Again. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. Hey, but the hey, speaking of the tournament, I, watching the tournament and watching the players, the Bulls are in the best position for the draft. Why? Because they're right, be like in the middle of the pack. No matter where they land, and it's, as long as it's top ten, no matter where they land, they're going to get somebody that's going to help them. So at the worst, let's just say they get the tenth overall pick, which I doubt they'll get that far back. But let's just say they do, they'll still get a player like Mikael Bridges. From Villanova, the small forward. I like that guy. So, they, and for for y'all, because I know Mike Park looking like who the fuck is that? Yeah. He's compared to Kawhi Leonard, very similar mm-hmm. to Kawhi. Play they off the ball. wing player. Exactly. If I've also get, seen Draymond Green as a comparison, as far as like just a guy that can play three four, defend well. <clears throat> Obviously, not to that extent because Kawhi Leonard. I mean, um, Draymond Green is amazing, but just like a, a younger version of what he could be. Like he could come in and help a team right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that, that's that, that's exactly why I would draft him for a team like y'all because he's not like a 19, 18-year-old player. He's been in Villanova for some years now. Is he a better uh-huh. scorer than what Draymond would be? Yes, to me, yeah. Um, I think he put up 20. But you know, Draymond is not going into the game trying to score. Yeah, yeah. No, but, um, but and plus the the Bulls got Larry Markin as their force, so they they won't really need him to play too much for. But um, And if the Bulls get like the sixth pick, which is out of the they, they would miss Aiden Bagley Probably um, Michael Porter Jr. Even Even Jaron Jackson They could still get Mo Bamba Mo Bamba from the Texas Very disappointed in his game From what I watched I was not impressed Again it's one game But What, him, what was you disappointed in? He didn't make a big enough impact I was disappointed in him fouling out the, the officiating is terrible As soon as he fouled out They lost the game They had the game in the bag I had them winning same. He had like 15 to 10. I thought he was going to do worse than that. I was I was happy he got the 15 to 10. But, yeah, he definitely could be better. But that's one of the things, though. Everything I read about him says he's a raw prospect. So he's got a lot of potential. Is this not that's why I would like him yet. with the Bulls because he wouldn't be drafted to come in and be their best player. He would be automatically like right behind Zach Levine, Laurie Marketing. But, yeah, March Madness has been good. Continue go on. There's actually a game starting up in about 20 minutes. Did y'all feel out of bracket? Right I know KB did. did. Your name is Kung Fu Kenny, right? Kung Fu Kenny, yeah. yeah I, saw I you. didn't feel Because you saw I was close to the top. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, I'm up there. I ain't, uh, the reason I can verify if it was you, because the name say Kung Fu Kenny, but then the other username is like, shot. I used my uh, my old per- business it gave, profile. It gave you like a, a different name like oh. with numbers and shit. I'm going to show you. I'm That's like, usually how the name goes. I might just can't be him. Get off of me. I'm like, somebody stole his name. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so though March Madness has been taking up a lot of our time, we still got some NBA stuff to talk about. Uh, The Western Conference standings, again, been fluctuating a bunch. But right now, we got the the Spurs at the 8th seed. The Jazz have moved up to the 7th seed, who I do want to talk about um, in today's podcast. The Pelicans dropped down to the 6th seed. The Timberwolves have won their last two, which is very, very impressive. Thunder five game win streak and the Blazers are still red hot with eleven games. Um, the Nuggets are starting to fall behind, man. They're 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 one game back, which is not crazy. But in the Western Conference, one game back could be hard to make up because teams are on hot streaks and stuff. But the Jazz, let's let me open up with the Jazz. Did y'all know that the Jazz are twenty and two in their last twenty two games? No, I did not know. No, twenty I did not and know, two, but they like basketball season is finally back, and you know what that means. It's time to put your basketball knowledge to the test with one-day fantasy basketball at DraftKings. DraftKings is giving away over $400 million in prizes this season. That's more than 10 times what Los Angeles is paying the king himself. No matter what your skill level is, there's a contest waiting for you at DraftKings. Draft your team is simple. Just select eight players and stay under the $50,000 salary cap. Earn points when your players score, assist, block, rebound, and more. The best part is you get to draft a new team Every day without any commitment. There's no better way to turn your love of basketball into cash. Download the app or head over to DraftKings.com now and use my code BACKBOARD to support the show and play free with your first deposit. And remember, 
there'll be $400 million in total prizes up for grabs throughout the season. That's code BACKBOARD to play for free with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligible restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. I don't know. The way they've been playing, like, I've been getting a lot of updates about them. They seem like they rolling, like they hit that that stride for them. So it's not surprising. It's, it's of course, Donovan Mitchell is their number one scoring option. But players like Ricky Rubio have been, he's having the best scoring uh, year of his career, which is crazy because we've never seen him as a scorer. But he's actually shooting the ball pretty efficiently. Uh, Rudy Gobert is the best de- defending player in the league. And since he has come back, they've been virtually stopping every team that they went against 20 and 2 was crazy but since they started off the season so bad they're literally only the seventh seed you know like it's similar to what the miami heat did last year as far as they caught fire late yeah but luckily for them it seems like they're gonna if they continue this hot streak they're gonna make the playoffs unlike the heat last year who didn't but they're gonna just have to go against the warriors which i think (laughs) is gonna be an amazing matchup I think it's going to be an amazing matchup. Right now, the Jazz go against the Kings, the Hawks, and the Mavericks in their next three. So this team can easily get up to an 11-game win streak. See, like, in this scenario, I could see that, that like, experimental playoff thing working where the 10th or the 9th seed go into that elimination type thing. Do you know what I'm talking about? That yes, because there are so many teams that so deserve many, it. Yeah, it's so close. Um, yeah, I, I feel you 100%. But with the Jazz playing so well, you said they're going to go against the Warriors, but they can jump up over the Pelicans because the Pelicans have lost one in a row. And again, I just mentioned three games in a row that the Jazz could win. So, boom, they play against your team, the Trailblazers, in the first round. They realistically could jump over the Timberwolves because the Timberwolves played in Spurs, Rockets, Clippers. Oh, we talk about they so, schedule. Yes, they, they got a hell of a schedule ahead of them. But they have been impressing me. Um, as far as like they beat the Wizards and they beat the Warriors who were the Warriors are you know they were injured but it's still a, a win a big win KD was there so yeah the Wizards are, the Wizards are more impressive to me but yeah they have been winning games Carlton um, Towns has been balling Wiggins Wiggins has been spreading whispering to teammates like I don't like being a third option what do y'all think about Wiggins say he don't like I to be felt the third like option? you can't play like a third option and say you don't want to be a third option I feel that the people ahead of him are better than him I also he, just got, he just he just gotta like accept it. Yeah, if you're gonna play like a third option, what do you expect to be? Like trade him. I wouldn't be like if I was Timberwolves, I wouldn't even mind it. I can trade get him. It's a lot of probably young teams that'll like take. Don't ask me the scenario right away, but just trade him. But you, you go ahead. It's gonna it's, be because you're right. It's it's teams out there that would just take him and mm-hmm. give you some pieces back, and I'd rather have two pieces. Because my bench ain't that all that. Exactly. I'll take two pieces. Some bench and some three-point I, I just need somebody who could three and D person. Yep. Yeah, because when I was watching him play, a lot of times he was just spotting up for threes. And we all know he yeah. can't really yeah, shoot. Since since Jimmy's up. been now, his numbers have taken a step forward, obviously, because he's taken – well, actually, he's been taking the same amount of shots. But he's being more efficient from the field. And this is probably where he's seeing it like – I could be a second option on a good team because now without Jimmy there, he's been playing pretty good. He's probably a rhythm player. Like if he touches the more, he touches the ball. He probably has that feel for but it. But the thing is, he's been Touch touching the, the ball, ball a, lot. a lot. Yeah, he had more shot attempts this season than Carlton Towns and Jimmy Butler. Then maybe it's like a like a feel, not feel for it, but it's like it's in his mind because if he's they, taking more shots, he's not the third option. If anything, he's he's looked at as the first option. Whoever gets the most shots up. Is the first option, right? Does that make sense, or or does that not make any sense? It does make sense. It does, but uh, you can't. You don't always have to look at it that way. Or it could be who's taking the final shots. I guess could be the man. You know, I don't know. The Somewhere person who's taking the final shot would probably be taking the most shots. Of you game. think so? Unless unless it's the Golden State Warriors when they have all the fucking options in the world. But James Harden is the man on the Rockets. He takes the most shots. Uh, I mean, the Trailblazers. You got yeah, Damian is the man. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I just know that he's not a first option yeah. if, if that's what he's going for. And I feel like any team that has him as their third option is a, is a good team. It's a pretty good team. Um, but I feel like he's not that good to be just going around saying shit like that. <laughs> he's just not. Um, it comes to a point, like, obviously Jimmy Butler's better than Andrew Wiggins, and Carter in the town has proven that he's better, yeah, too. Without a doubt. So why not just accept that rule? Like you haven't even come out and showed us that you're gonna be exactly. a top dog. Yeah, there is even no like you have no leverage to even try to convince us that you are. It's almost him telling himself or telling them he doesn't want to be there if that's gonna be the situation. Because like and it's like you don't see Clay Thompson coming out and say I want to be the third option. Because first of all, KD and Steph Curry are on that team, so he right. has to be the third exactly. option. Exactly. 
So that's basically saying he doesn't want to be there. Yeah, I mean, it, Clay Clay is a different situation too because they are winning at a high level. Winning makes everything better. Ain't like the Timberwolves are the hottest team in the NBA. Um, they were at some point like the third seed, so um, I don't think that was bad. But even at the third seed, I never looked at them as contenders. No, I don't think nobody at this table. They also had a like, slow nah. start though. They started mm-hmm. off slow and they did pick it up though. And pra- I think part of that part of them starting slow is because Jimmy Butler Jimmy Butler wanted to allow Wiggins and, and Towns to be comfortable. Yeah, because so he was averaging like happen. fourteen for the mm-hmm. first month and a half of the yeah. season, and they were like, is, "Did Jimmy lose his powers after the trade?" Like, no, he's just trying to let his let his teammates know that like me being here is not going to hurt your shot attempts and stuff. So, and him doing it, I guess, didn't help. So he should have he shouldn't have fucking did it in the first place. I guess Wiggins is only twenty three. Do y'all think he's done? Like as far as potential, is this the best he's going to play, or is there still? No. Chance for growth. I don't think he is. I mean, you, you, it's hard to say that just because he is so young, but I wouldn't be surprised if it is because he hasn't shown any growth since. Like I'm continue to say it. He, he looks the same, he plays the exact same since he did in high school, except that it's the NBA, so he's not about to get 50 dunks like he did in high school. But the turnaround jumpers posting up on like <laughs> he does do that like that shit is just so fucking old. It's so like predictable. Mm-hmm. Like he just try to post up somebody, he gonna back them down. If he don't have the shot, he gonna kick it back out. Uh, if sometimes he gonna take a difficult ass fall away turnaround jumper like he Kobe or some shit, and I mean that's pretty much it. He's not about to off the dribble you. He, he can't. You can't really put him in a pick and roll. He's not really gonna make plays for anybody else. Um, I thought he was much athletic than what he is. Like I thought he was gonna be having a lot of posters and be dunking on. People. It's almost as like he can't grow in the in the situation he's in. Like if he wanted to grow, you wanted to like get his full potential. He'd have to be like in a Devin Booker, uh, Devin Booker situation where it's only him running yeah. the team. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he's going to boost his Which is his what stats. his rookie season was, basically, yeah. before Carl. And he I feel like he was okay. I feel like he liked that, that role mm-hmm. before Jimmy Butler came when it was like him, Towns, and Levine. And he, there was no clear best guy because, you know, Carl Anthony Towns would come up some nights. Some nights would be Wiggins. Some nights would be Levine. But like when Jimmy Butler comes, he's the clear cut guy for that yeah. team. So because he's gonna be the person that takes that shot. Yeah, pretty much. And I, do y'all want Wiggins taking the last shot over Jimmy? No, no, not just gonna be not a team away. that's trying to win. Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I mean, he has hit some game winners. We're not trying to say he's bad. Mm-hmm. It's just that like in comparison, he the hit the game winner with the thunder. Oh, with that backboard. Yeah, yeah. I was just about to say that. That's yeah, ridiculous. I'm cool on that. But would I rather have Carnton Towns or Jimmy Butler shoot it? Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell Without yeah. A doubt. Um, so again, the Western Conference standings have been fluctuating so much. Um, I cannot wait for the playoffs. This is the one year that I, yeah, I'm excited for it too. What do y'all want to see another Cavs Warriors matchup? No, I don't want to see neither team in the finals, bro. No, no, and I don't want to hear shit about from any Warriors fans about injuries because every year that they've been doing their thing and winning, they've had the fucking injury bug, motherfucking. Who? who what happened? Well, uh, I remember one year Pat Beverly got hurt. Oh, and yeah. Kevin Durant was hurt with his foot. Then I'm like, bro, so Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love got hurt in the finals. They had so many injuries they, they had against teams that they played against. I don't want to hear shit about injuries. All of the injuries are coming before the playoffs. And it he, might be like a blessing in disguise for them. I think, it, I think, I think it's the exact opposite. What, what you think about it? Because in, that, that retweaking the ankle for Steph Curry might be big. To me, it's big. Because yeah. two years ago when the Cavs did win it, remember, that was the same year that he hurt his ankle the first time, and he was not good. Remember that final yeah. series? He was not good. And because he was trying to play through this injury. Mm-hmm. And then, boom, seven-game series, Kyrie Irving. And then Kevin Durant's injury is not that – I mean, he broke his ribs, but I don't think that's going to hurt. Like, the, when he's back in a couple weeks, he'll be fine. He'll be back to the same KD. He did play through it. So, like, as soon as it happened, he didn't just, like, leave. But the Klay Thompson injury is um, – Intriguing to me because it's his thumb on his shooting hand. And they said it's two weeks. Have any of y'all broke a finger? No. I broke no. my pinky before, and I was not ready in two weeks. Yeah, that don't sound because I never broke it, but I sprained it and was not back in two weeks. And it's his shooting hand's thumb. It's not something that he can just hide because you got to use that, that hand. Mm-hmm. So I think that this is the year for a team like the Raptors. This is a, team, a year for a team like the Rockets to win it all. The Thunder. The two that I mentioned to win it all. <laughs> y'all, y'all could try to sleep on the thunder. I'm taking the thunder over the Blazers. They got to well, yeah, but they got to prove something to me. Yeah, I can't. I fourth in the, they, what do you mean? That's not, I mean, they have. They're still not proving anything. 
What is, where are the Raptors proof? Nothing. Yeah, right. <laughs> Nothing. Not, nobody has proved anything except for the Warriors. But I, I much rather much rather see the Raptors win it over the Thunder because they're they're more complete team. The Thunder are three deep, four deep right now. I don't care. And four is not going to win you a, a championship. I mean, it could, it could, but especially when three out of your one of the three of your four is having not a great season, you know. We've seen three players win a championship before in Miami days, you know, those Miami Heat days. But those three in OKC are not nearly as incredible as the three that were in Miami. OKC, let's get it. Rockets, let's get it. Raptors, let's get it. I want to see those those three in the finals. Matter of fact, I don't care who in the finals as long as it's not Cleveland. Yeah, as long and as just State. take one of them out. Well, Cleveland, I don't even know. If I, I, don't, like I don't want to see neither one. I'm so tired of that shit. I want to see a new finals. I don't, you know what I mean? I, the NBA might take a hit because people probably want to see the word. Man, I want to see some new finals. But it's just so hard to picture Golden State losing in a four game series. Yeah, almost I mean, against seven anybody. Games. It is. Or a seven game series but, against anybody. That's why I think that if they are going to do it, do it, it's going to be because of these injuries. Mm-hmm. Because that nagging uh, ankle is going to really hurt. And if, and those are pretty like reoccurring. So if he land on the bed again, he could be right out for the uh, yep. a, a series. Because that year that they did lose, then he missed the first round. He missed the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Was that against the Blazers? It, it didn't even matter because whoever it was, they just ran through anyway. <laughs> it didn't even matter. <laughs> so this is this is the year for those teams to actually have a chance. I I don't want to see Cleveland back, and I doubt we. I, I, mean, I don't want to see this Cleveland team. In the I, finals. Yeah, same. This Cleveland team doesn't even look good enough to make the finals. I, and LeBron's complaining about not playing with another All Star. I mean, he ha- he hasn't, but this this team is bad. Like, the reason why those first three series were good, well, that first series was not good because obviously the injuries. It was basically LeBron versus a team of people. That was not a good series. The second year, that's when we got game seven, and that's where all the emotion was there. Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love are both there. But now, Kyrie Irving is not there. Kyrie Irving not being there just takes away a lot of the, lot of the rivalry for me because yeah. the Cleveland Cavaliers don't have a point guard. They don't have a legitimate good point guard. Mm-hmm. They don't have a, the Warriors would just tear them apart. Yeah, I don't think yeah, it'd be. I think it'd no be quick, defense. quick four or five. Yeah, they tore them apart with Kyrie and Kevin Love. I think, so they, I think they would sweep them. I LeBron would probably get one. I, I I can't see LeBron getting swept. He get he can get you one. Well, I love that it's game. Not, he did get swept before. I love that game. Not in the finals. In the finals. He did get swept in the finals against. Uh, San Antonio Spurs swept him. Oh, that don't really count, though. Wasn't that the first Miami team? I mean, the first Cleveland team? That was his first championship, yeah. But that I, team I guess this team is, is similar, similar to... Yeah, exactly. I guess so. This team I just know they didn't sweep them. They beat them in five. No, they didn't. I'm pretty sure they beat them in five. Let's put some didn't money Dallas on. beat them Let's the first put some time money on it. Hold up. Yes, Let's Dallas did beat them in 2000. Let's put some money on it. Do I want? No. Okay, then. Because I'm pretty sure they, I don't know. If you're they, pretty sure, then do it. Exactly. Then. If not, then shut the fuck up and stop talking about some shit you don't know about. Because I no. know. 4-0. Oh, damn. 2007. Okay. I'm, I'm this gonna, team is very I could as well. I was watching the documentary on it and they won in five, but never mind. I don't know. But do you guys remember? I forgot who it was. Oh, it was that year. I want to say the third time in the finals, LeBron had. Like, I think he had a triple double in there too. When he's averaging it, like the first game, the one, the game he won, the game he won, he legitimately like fell after the game. No, no, that was wasn't so, last year. That was a year Kyrie. You, got you know hurt. what I'm talking that about? That was the year Kyrie got hurt. He had put the team on his back, and that shit. Way he averaged triple. Well, hard. that one the year he averaged triple fail. double then, because last year is the year he averaged triple. It was double. one of those. He carried a Didn't lot of them in the twice. Yeah, yeah, he did it twice. He did it twice. I think he did yeah. it twice. Okay. It was yeah. the, the year the Kyrie got her and Kevin Love got. That was the first yeah, year. I remember Matthew Dellavedova on the court. So yeah, that yeah. was the first year. Hey, don't 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 knock Delhi though. He's not doing anything. He did bring some stuff. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He earned that money. Exactly. Though, he did earn the money. Though. I got to respect his paper chase. Kyrie, speaking of go to guys, to me he was the go to guy for them. I mean, we know LeBron and what he do, but Kyrie Down was a stretch. certified bucket getter, and nobody on a, the Warriors could guard him at all. At all. Of course. No one in the league can guard him. At all. <laughs> so I don't know if y'all heard, but Ray Allen apparently got a new book that he's coming out with. Um, it's called From the Outside, My Journey Through Life and the Game I Love. Um, and apparently in this book, he's spilling some tea. On some girl shit, he gossiping. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing he said and that got everybody talking was that CP3 was about to be a Celtic in 2011. I saw that. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, he said the trade fell through because Doc's relationship with Monty Williams. Doc basically didn't want to take advantage of the team that his uh, a guy he was mentoring was coaching. 
Um, I saw out of respect they kind of backed out of the trade because um, apparently the Pelican or was it? I don't know. They went to Pelicans at the time. The Hornets, Hornets yep. were about to get um, finessed from CP3. Um, and then he said instead the offense was built around Rondo, which Allen said made that year the most stressful NBA year for him by far. Uh, he also said Rondo expected to be treated like a leader in the Celtics locker room without having to earn it, mm-hmm. and the organization couldn't handle Rondo, yep. in his opinion. He said uh, Rondo wouldn't pass him the ball. Rondo apparently told that this is this is the part where I'm, it's a little funny to me because it's just Rondo, Rondo, Rondo. He said Rondo wouldn't pass him the ball. Rondo told the team he carried them to the 08 finals. Rondo told Allen he was going to get him out of the team by the summer. Um, and he said the, the Celtics at one point had a package of Allen and Rondo for Amari. Mm. That was a trade on the table. Do I say mention what year? Because the year matter with Amari Stoudemire. Because it was, it was a couple of years where he was really, really good. Then after that, it was over. But, I, I mean, I guess it don't matter too much. Yeah, because If it's worth mentioning, if they're getting Rondo and Allen. All his years in the Phoenix, he was good. Okay. Because so. if they were getting Rondo and Allen, that had to be prime Amari. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know exactly. if that's like gossip and girl shit, bro. Because, like, if you read that, what you should take home when you get a chance, the Tough Juice right, by yeah, Karan Butler. Yeah, I got to finish that book that you asked about, though. Um, this is kind of what, when, when people write biographies, when they talk about the times NBA player, they just leave it all on the table. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Karan Butler talked about their Gilbert Arenas thing. He won, he won gossip. You know what I mean? He wasn't really gossiping about it I or mean, anything like that. He was just spitting it like he saw it. You, to, to a certain extent, you write, but then some, to another certain extent, the reason I call it girl shit and gossip because... Girls write tell-all books, and then they try to put the juicy information in there so people can buy the book and read I'm buying book this book for when the it comes out. Hell exactly. yeah. Exactly. So you're going to buy the book not because you give a fuck about Ray Allen and his life and his journey through the game he loves. You're going to buy it because of the, all those juicy details. We so, gonna, Like when LeBron, if LeBron writes a book, we don't want to read it because we want to know the juicy details of him and Kyrie Irving. I guarantee yeah, LeBron facts. ain't going to write no book and say anything about Kyrie Irving. If anything, uh, it'll be the other way around. Kyrie writing a book. Will write a my book theories. About, and time in Cleveland, we talk about all the crazy shit that he believe in, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't see, like, LeBron or Kyrie writing a book. I see a, a third or fourth guy that... Yeah. Tyron Lou, Who's going to need the money. Tyron Lou, Because he I, may I, be out the door. I love my job to a player. <laughs> y'all, saw, y'all saw him and LeBron arguing on the That's bench. That's why they're saying that. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I, yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. I, it was just funny because the Rondo, Rondo, Rondo. I think it... Ray Allen feeling's a little hurt. They don't really accept him no more after he went to the Heat. They need to get over that. Jesus Christ. He went to the Heat. Who cares? Y'all were not contending no more. It was over. That run in Boston was over with. He went to a team where he can get a championship, and guess what he did? He not just he wasn't just a part yeah, of that team. Won. He hit the biggest shot in that team's history. But in eight man, you could have went to the Spurs. <laughs> if you won a championship, you could have went to the Spurs. Yeah, you didn't have why? to go against our right. Yeah, 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 why okay. that team? That, you know, we was probably in the locker room like, man, they some hoes. I can't stand LeBron. I hate him. <laughs> Ray Allen was like, yeah. Because no, Paul, you know, Paul Pierce was saying, I hate LeBron. Yeah, exactly. Right. Ray Allen was probably in the background like, yeah, let's get him. And then went over there and now he... So, I mean, I, I understand. But you're right. It's just, y'all got to get over it at some point. Y'all don't want to be 80 years old with a walk. That's, I was hoping that they got over it at Paul Pierce, you know, retirement. Y'all they, 40 plus. They said that they tried to get Ray Allen to come. Oh, Ray Allen was like, fuck. He was golfing. Yeah, fuck them guys. So Sometimes golf isn't. Shout no, out to Tiger Woods. But Ray Allen did come out and say that the reason he didn't go was because it was it was still so new. And he didn't want he didn't want to potentially make things awkward Worse. or weird for yeah. Paul Pierce situation. So he would rather them get over it at a separate time. Makes sense to me. Makes sense to me. Um, one thing I didn't know, it wasn't from this book, but it was from an interview Ray Allen did. As far as like, soon as Rondo came in, him and Rondo butted heads because they were so different. You know, Ray Allen, is a, he's a neat freak. He has, he's basically has OCD, but on the court. He has to take this many shots from this point, this many shots from this point in practice. And Rondo was, was basically not trying to stop that, but just like the way Rondo practiced just really hurt what uh, Ray Allen was trying to do. Like, that shot he hit in Miami, that's something he practiced a million times to what he said. He would get up off the floor, run to the corner, take a step back, and shoot it. And it turned out that was the, per- that was the shot they needed to beat San Antonio. That's crazy to me. What's good, y'all? This is your boy, Justin, a.k.a. Just Blaze, host of Above the Rim. And if you want a raw take on the NBA, Above the Rim is a show for you. With dope beats and entertaining guests each week, we offer a great new insight on all things NBA. 
You don't want to miss it. Find it on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and the Almighty Baller Network. And it's not even he just said that. Like, people that were on the team was like, yeah, he practiced that shot all the time. It's, like, um, Chris Bosh was just in the interview with uh, Bill Simmons the other day. Yeah. And he mentioned that. that. What you were talking about, like, how Ronda wanted to be the leader, like, immediately, that makes so much sense. Because, like, he's one of those point guards that think just because you're the point guard, you have to control the team. <laughs> yes. So that's why he expected all that type of control. That's why it has not worked out when he was in Dallas. He but got set in the playoffs. That team, that, that situation to me is because of Rick Car- Carlisle. They both the same. Rick Carlisle is one of the few few coaches in the NBA that doesn't allow his point guards to be a point guard. Like, they're grown-ass men, the NBA point guards, and he still don't allow them to do what they have to do and to make adjustments to themselves. Mm-hmm. He's an old-school coach who, every time you go up the floor, he wants to tell you what play to run or what to do. A lot of point guards ain't trying to hit that shit. And Rondo, a championship point guard who's already been there, done that, he definitely not trying to hit that shit. Number two, the Celtics needed that type of that that Rondo. They needed him to be that that guy because none of those guys are like that. You know what I mean? Ray Allen is not a guy that's gonna go get it himself. He needs somebody to get him the ball. KG was past his prime. He needed somebody to get his ball, get him the ball. And Paul Pierce was a guy that potentially out of all of them could go get his own bucket. But at that point, he, he, no, they was just going without Rondo. They was they weren't going to know how to make it work, in my opinion. But you are right. It do make a lot more sense now that we know this information. And that's a fact what Ray Allen said, because I've heard people and, say that, and I've, it's footage of him going through his uh, shooting dream. And that's why I think it's working out in New Orleans, because that's what they needed, because they don't have nobody to do yeah, that. Exactly. That's how, Drew Holiday, he just wants to go see what he just wants to score. Yeah, he's, he's, like, he's like his role. He yeah, he's, like his role. he's much better at the two than he is at the one. People yeah. theorize that Rondo will be out of the league if it wasn't for DeMarcus Cousins. Because remember, after Dallas, DeMarcus Cousins was like, go sign Rondo. And he was in Sacramento. And they, they actually clicked well, which is weird to me because they're both, like, strong-minded people. You wouldn't expect them to get along. And then he moved. He got signed to Chicago because of what he did in Sacramento. Led the league in assists. Right. And then Chicago didn't work out. And then DeMarcus like, go get Rondo <laughs> for the Pelicans. And he did. So, I mean. If you think about it, that's kind of the point guard that compliments Boogie, Boogie. anyway. And AD. Like the Somebody that can get, them, get, the them, get them the ball. I, I feel like in their sweet spot. Yeah, Rondo to me is a guy that a lot of teams could use. He fits uh, certain. Is he gonna be your starting point guard for every team? No, nah, but I feel like it's a lot of contender teams that could use him. Um, but he does have a little. <laughs> he does have like an attitude problem in the locker room that it, it don't rub people the right way. Um, is he a Hall of Famer? No. You don't think so? No. Um, One championship, couple All Star appearances. Yeah, actually, yeah, I'll put him in there. Not, yeah. I'm not, I'm yeah. not saying okay. You know let's, why? Because Trace McGrady. I was about to say that. Let's take out all of that. Let's say does he deserve to be an All Star? Not a not a basketball All Star. I mean, um, Hall of Famer because they let anybody in. But like your personal Hall of Fame, is he good enough to make it? Yeah, I would say no. I'm gonna say yeah, just because I didn't expect him to do half the shit he did. Nobody expected John Rondo to second do round pick. Done. Nobody. Let me read y'all his resume, and then I maybe that will help y'all out. First round, 21st pick. Yes, you're right. Um, NBA champion, four-time All-Star, one-time third-team All-NBA, two-time defensive first-team, two-time defensive second-team, three-time NBA assist leader, steals leader once, second-team All-Rookie. Yeah, nobody expected Rashawn Rondo to do that at all. And as far as career, he averages 10.5 points, five rebounds, and 8.5 assists. And he came in as a young player and helped them win that championship. They don't win a championship without Rondo. I don't care what nobody say. They don't win it without Rondo. Is that his sophomore year, sophomore, junior year, something they like that? Don't. The Bulls probably won that series last year with Rondo. I don't think they What's won. What stopped them from winning it? Because they went up to a... Isaiah Thomas took over. Uh, Rondo went out. Yeah, when Rondo was it. Oh, Both Rondo got hurt. Yeah. Right? Okay, yeah. Both Rondo of those things. Yeah, yeah, they potentially have a chance. if They they already was up 2-0. They have a chance. Will they? I don't, I don't know. We just would never know. Never in that series chance. did I feel like we were winning it. Yeah. Even after 2-0, I was just like, this This is not going to If we're not getting out of this first round, it's just I not I mean, if you, when you go up 2-0. And it gets your confidence up, yeah, don't you, it? But, but when you lose the guy that had you, part of the reason you was rolling, I mean, hell yeah. Also, if you go up 2-0, you can't go 2-2. That's going to that's hurt. And who was their point guard when he went down? Jerry and Grant. Hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Come on, yeah. But <laughs> Jerry Grant was on the floor, but he wasn't the point guard. It was Jimmy. It, it was Jimmy and Dwayne Wade taking turns. Yeah. I don't want Jaren Grant on my floor. Do he still play for y'all? No, we settle. <laughs> so Cameron Payne can get some minutes so we can lose. 
It'd be crazy because Jerry, Jerry Gray putting up stats. He's pretty. He's, 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 he's not put, good. He do he's, have his 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 tans. He could be a good, a decent backup point guard for somebody. Yeah. He, bro, yeah, he will sneak up on you and you will click to the game like he had a triple double the game I went to know. and I had no idea. I had yeah, no I idea. I, I didn't even notice. He be putting up stats. <laughs> Um, Isaiah Thomas, we just mentioned because he carried, I mean, he, the reason why the Bulls lost that series, came out and said that uh, he's not a six man. Oh Did y'all gosh. see the shot he yeah. took last night to oh try to win the game? Gosh. So he kidding t- me. He when took he a contest. He took it, he said it last night or the night before. Um, so he took a contested shot against the Heat for game when Julius Randle was wide open under the under the basket. It's it's hella screenshots of just like Julius Randle with his hands. He up was also one for eight before that. But yep. anyway, and he got the last. I shot. was hoping he didn't say anything like that. And of he'll course be he gone. Did. That's what I think. He'll be gone next season. We don't got to worry about that dude. If you really look at it, he's only a starting point guard on non-contending teams. The Lakers aren't contending. He's not starting. <laughs> yeah, I know, which is crazy. Well, but I'm not even going to blame the way. If we didn't turn the ball over so much, we wouldn't have been in that predicament, bro. I think we had like 20 turnovers, no, which but, is crazy. But, but I, I get what you're saying, you but like they had turnovers like, are part of the game. Like, those are things yes, that are going to happen. But we want to keep those to a minimum, You though. do, but you are a young team. You know, that's just going to happen. That's just a part of who y'all are. Y'all do that a lot. But if you look, I'm going to tell you, yes, you're right. But we have a lot of careless turnovers. Throw the ball away. Throw the ball so one of my coaches once told me that orange is a special thing. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you keep it. Was that, Listen, was that Lavic? That, that, that sounds like so. a Lavic quote. <laughs> that shot was terrible. It was. I terrible. know it was. I know it was. Is the ball? Why isn't the ball in Alonzo's hands? I don't know. I, why isn't it? I, I feel hey, like it should. Hey, be. I feel thank like you. I love my in that situation when you're down by one. Give it to Julius Randle. He had 25 yeah. points at the time. He was wide open under the. Under yeah, the but I'm just saying like the offense should be ran through Lonzo. Exactly. Because he's, he's gonna Randall. make. He's gonna make the smart. He's not gonna throw. Let up me. A shot. Let me right. He's not make the right decision. Yeah. We. He's gonna be gone next year. Now Lonzo, Isaiah Thomas. The Bulls but but this, this, why, <laughs> this, this, this why I was hoping that he wouldn't say some shit like that is because I feel like. If he was accepting to the role, he would be an okay six man for the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. he's trying to do too much. He's yeah. trying to be a contract player right now, and I'm I'm not that's, with that. That's what he's doing. He's playing for his contract. I, I know he is. If Isaiah Thomas is your backup point guard on, and you're a championship team, you're doing pretty good. Shit, not if he take a shot <laughs> yeah, like that. Not if he take. Yeah, a shot yeah, like but that. no. I'm usually on a championship team. He's not going to be in the game late. No, if you a six man on a championship team, it could be sometimes when you out. On yeah, the if you're like Iggy when you're helping them defensively. You're a six man on a championship team. You're going to play. No team is just five deep like that. I guess. <laughs> not not uh, some teams. Not always. You know what's funny about when you said that, Mike? Anyway, um, in the middle of last season, I'm looking for the tweet. S- something tells me Isaiah Thomas will be a bull in two years. I tweeted that. 8-26-2017. If the Bulls give this man any type of money, whether it be $3 or $300 million, I'm getting laser surgery to remove this tattoo on my leg. <laughs> I know you're not. No, I won't. I mean, I'm being extreme. But just like, it, it would not make any sense. I don't but know. But y'all like just signing people too, though. I, I feel like they're going the right direction now. We didn't sign anybody this offseason that didn't that didn't deserve to be here. Mm-hmm. That's when they had Jimmy and they were like, let's win. Let's go get Dwayne Wade. We want to get younger and more athletic. Rondo. Like Man, y'all do be just signing people though. I think the front office is doing fine right now. Man. It, this this draft is gonna determine. Whether yes, this draft determines whether or not I destroy my fire guard pack shirt. Y'all aren't gonna pick a y'all not gonna make the bad pick, bro. There's no way for y'all to fuck this up. There's just no way. There's no way, bro. They're going to go out and get Trey Young. I don't. That's the only way y'all can. But but not even, though, because if if they get in a position where he's the best player available, you just have to get him. But I doubt that, like, okay, so you're saying that this draft is super deep. So even if we had the eighth pick, we'll get somebody worth getting. But, yeah, that could be true. But what I'm I'm saying that they can mess up with is they'll draft a guy, and then the guy right after them turns out to be a superstar. That's when you mess up. Not Even if the guy we drafted is cool. But that's not messing up because you just got you yeah. can't worry about what other teams doing. That's just that's part, my that's definition of, of messing up. If I you mean, miss on a guy that's a superstar, the, the Timberwolves can't be like, but just like oh, you man, can't we didn't foresee get that Donovan, future. Though. You can't get Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, you can't foresee God, that. You can't though. like you can't worry about that because I mean, no, 
And and plus, some yeah. team, some guys plus, aren't stars. Yes. In the Donovan Mitchell is who he is because of the Utah. Yeah, he would not be a star if he was with, drafted by the Timberwolves with Jimmy Butler, fucking Andrew Wiggins, and then Carl Anthony Towns. So just like you can't even do that. So you would just the Orlando Magic didn't mess up when they when they drafted uh, Jonathan Isaac over everybody else. You don't think they messed up? I mean, I, you couldn't say that at the time, but I mean, who would they have taken at the fifth pick? That that was the projected right pick. Who there could they have there are a lot of people after him that have been successful. Like who? Off the top of my head, Larry Markin, Larry Markin, Dennis Smith Jr. But that's such a hindsight thing. And they though. already like, had we, a point guard. But uh, yeah, but everything, at, all of our criticism in sports is, is hindsight. Like we, every criticism we make of anybody in sports is after the fact. We not saying before. You know what I mean? It's you can't, you can't, you can't say that they like if you do your wrong scouting and you pick the wrong player. You can't say, well, it's hindsight. No, your uh, no, job is to be a scout. Is, no, but you just what you just said wasn't about picking the wrong player. You're saying if a team uh, gets somebody team else and they get a great guy, for me, that's considering picking the wrong player because you didn't see the potential in this guy. No, that's no, no, that is completely. You wrong. remember when you that said early wrong. in the season you were mad the Bulls didn't draft Jordan Bell? We did draft Jordan Bell, but we're I'm mad that we yeah, didn't trade. Him. Say I mean that we did trade. Him. Yeah, yeah. Why? Because he looked like he's good and he's been pretty good. Oh. <laughs> I thought he was about to go somewhere with that. No, shit. me no. too. <laughs> I was sitting here like waiting for something. My bad, to say. My bad. But, but right, um, <laughs> right after Jonathan Isaac, Laurie Marketing is having a, a more successful season. Actually, Jonathan Isaac may not be the best situation because he's been injured for most of the season. Let's pick somebody like Frank Nielakate. Okay. okay. Dennis Smith Jr. drafted right after him. We can can we all agree that Dennis Smith Jr. will be a better player? We yeah. can agree. Yeah. Right now. But that that in my opinion, it that means that the Knicks made the wrong draft pick. They did. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying with the Bulls. No, no, no. That's that, that's that, not in all said, circumstances. You said though. that no matter what the Bulls pick, if you don't get the guy as a superstar, that's a bad pick. But what I am saying is Donovan Mitchell, that's that's my example. Donovan Mitchell is a superstar late because he's with the Jazz. He's not going to be a superstar with every other team. It isn't like you just. I, I see I what you. I see what you're saying. If now, if y'all had DeAndre Ayton on the board and y'all said we're going to take Trey Young, that's bad. Yeah. But I mean, if a guy <laughs> gets drafted, like Kyle Kuzma gets drafted twentieth, it's twenty something, and he goes to the Lakers and becomes a superstar. That's not y'all fault. He went to a good situation. I see what you're saying, but again, I think it's different than what I'm saying. You're right, but I think I'm also right because because what I'm saying is, in that situation, you would probably rather have Dennis Smith Jr. over of Frank Nilakina. But in the situation with the Bulls, whoever we draft, if there's a guy right after him that is consensus gun a better player, and we draft the other guy, then we made the wrong. See, so, that's that's where that's where you left that part out. If there's a consensus that he is a better player, yeah, yeah that is true. You, you just said if he turns out to be a superstar, okay. which is very like but vague I'm asking you in this. some way. It's, it's not that I'm asking. Y'all have the eighth pick. This is hypothetical. Mm-hmm. So everybody's gone. Michael Porter is gone. Aiden's gone. Bagley's gone. Y'all have a hold of the small four position, correctly? Yes, we do. Yep. Yeah. I guess so. Two, it's Justin Howard. The two people at the top of the draft that's now available for the eighth pick, Trey Young or Mikael Bridges. Y'all say y'all take Mikael Bridges from Villanova because y'all need a small four, right? I think he's okay. solid. Mm-hmm. He's a solid player for y'all, but let's just say in the ninth pick, Trey Youngs goes to the Phoenix Suns, and he's a superstar with the Phoenix Suns. Are, are y'all going to shoot y'all? But Mikael Bridges is still solid for y'all. Y'all have a good team. Y'all have Zach Levine, Mikael Bridges, and Laurie Marketing. Are y'all shooting y'all self in the foot because y'all didn't trade Trey Young? Is that is that in this situation? Like in this situation, as the Bulls, I feel like they should be drafting the best guy available or the guy with the most potential. Because like, though we like Chris Dunn, I don't, I don't think he's going to be a superstar. Mm-hmm. Like he, I, I, so in that case, you would take Trey Young over Mikael Bridges. I don't know the players. So I, again, I'm not a scout. I've only seen Mikael Bridges play once. I saw Trey Young play once, and that was the other night. So I'm not a scout to say which guy's better or who will be better. It would have to be the professionals. So I don't know. Like is it, it's such a circumstantial thing. If you in the right spot, it may make you the but better. But no, player. I'm just saying. It, I'm, but in I, your situation, you said Trey Young goes on to be a superstar, but Mikael Bridges is still pretty good. And y'all what do you mean good, by pretty and, good? And though? Y'all are good. Like, team. like he's a, solid, star- he's a starter. He's a starter. Otto Porter level starter. Yeah, that would be pretty good. Yeah. If we t- and y'all are a good team, he helps y'all, and y'all are good. Then in that case, they made the right pick. Yeah, th- that's my point. Like, right, like I said, you're right. Yeah. But what I'm saying is different than what, what I was saying is different than what you're saying. You're right. 
and what I'm saying, I still think is the right thing. I'm trying to figure out exactly what you're saying. Is what I, I'm, did you, did he, I, clear, I, I think I cleared I it up because you put he, the he did. He I did, did clear he it did. up. So, say this dude is ranked high. He's supposed to go. He's supposed to be a lottery, and Give they me mess an up. I think the Frank Neely King and Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah. was the perfect example. Yeah, okay. that was. But I mean, that's just that's just a bad that's just a bad that's just bad drafting. That's what that's all I was saying. If we draft a guy when the person under him is really good, that's a bad pick. That's what I was trying. I may, I, maybe I didn't convey that originally, but that's what I was trying to say. But I'm, but I'm, but my thing is that y'all are in a position where I just don't see y'all. There is like no way for y'all to fuck it up, though. I, there's always ways to fuck it up. <laughs> there's always this draft class that we just saw, the 2017 draft class, is going to go down history as one of the greatest of all time, right? But still, Jonathan Isaac was picked early. Though Jonathan Isaac may turn out to be good right now, that's in a fuck the up draft. draft. In the draft. He was projected to go there. Yeah. But that don't make it the right pick just because he's projected to go there. But who was going – you can't say that they were supposed to take Donovan Mitchell with the 50. No, but they could have took a guy like Dennis Smith Jr., who everybody knew was really good. Yeah, but he also came off a knee injury. That's scared Jonathan Isaac kids. also came off an injury. Not, not a knee injury, knee surgery like uh, Dennis Smith Jr., who was an explosive point guard. I guess so, but, sti- but that's, still. That's the fact, though. Dennis Smith Jr. was projected to be a, a top-five pick. He had a, a knee injury, which a lot of people are going to scare away from. If an athletic point guard has a knee injury before he even, knee surgery before he even comes into the NBA, how many teams are going to draft him still that high unless he's just fucking— Teams should have, man. They should have, but I, I mean, I, I guess— but I just feel like the Bulls, like, I know they can't fuck it up, but. So you're saying nobody in the top 10 can fuck up their draft pick because of this draft is so nice. No, I'm not. It's not even about this draft being so nice. It's just that the Bulls, they, I don't feel like they're dependent. They're not dependent on this draft. They don't need this. They like, this don't have, this not, they have a, they have a set he team. He's looking at that we need for like. Now, they're if they all can, if for they a reason. Can, if they can get DeAndre Aiden, of course, everybody wants a top player, but he, I'm saying like. If the Bulls, the reason I say they can't fuck up is because if the Bulls don't, they don't. They're a team that's in the lottery that don't need the number one pick. They don't. They're not. If they don't get the number one pick, it, it isn't over for the Bulls. The Grizzlies, they need one of those top picks. Like the Grizzlies cannot afford to have like a six or seven pick and, and get like a just a typical player. The Bulls don't need this superstar of this draft. They just they can they can be okay with a solid NBA player from this. And draft. that's why I say it's circumstantial because they already have Zach Levine in large, in large market. They're developing stars, exactly. so they can use the. I mean, it wouldn't be nice to have a star, but they can exactly. they can have another like exactly. good role play that's going to develop. Exactly, the Grizzlies. The Gri- they not trying to draft no motherfucking third Bro, fourth listen, option. This is my theory about the Grizzlies. So yeah, they're tanking this year, but next year they're gonna be in the playoffs. Yeah, because they're gonna have the number one pick, and they're gonna have their best players. But, and right. they're gonna have their best players. They're gonna take like a Luka Don- Doncic, whatever his name is, because they need another wing player. Because they already got Marcus they already got Mike Conley, and they're gonna be right back in the playoffs. Yeah. One year tank job, over with. That's how that's how it should be, if you already got talent. Um. But yeah, the draft. This draft gonna be so special, man. This draft gonna be so special. I, I hope y'all start doing a little research on some of these players, just so when it comes, we can have some conversations. Cause this shit, we can talk. I don't think this gonna be like last year draft. I'm not saying it's gonna because every year people be like, oh man, this draft gonna be nice. But I, it, it's really some, it's some good, it's some good, um, some good situation in this draft. Thank y'all so much for listening to the show. If you did enjoy it, be sure to hit us up on Twitter. If you uh, really enjoyed it, be sure to hit up our Patreon if you're willing to, to donate some money to keep the show going on. Y'all got any last words? Do the wire.